This is the Living Clarity Podcast. I'm Coach Radder, and hit it at Rabbi Yom Tom Blader. Hey, Bob, it's great to see you again. There you go. Yeah, we were at, yeah, we filmed a number of months ago, and some of your shorts just went crazy, especially the one about Jordan Peterson. Yeah, uh, big fan. Yeah, big so fan. it was funny. People thought like you were criticizing, really, you weren't saying anything about that. Um, if and if I'm ever critical, it's only because you know when you put the mind of a genius like that. I mean, the guy's really a genius. Yes, he is. If you put his mind to any one thing, he's going to come up with something great. Yeah. But we're also like you and I are, are at least in our present lives. Yeah. Have hooked into the, like thousands of years old tradition in Judaism. Sure. sure. There's no way Peterson's not going to contradict that sometimes where the deeper insight will come from our tradition. Sure. Which is like, I know that sounds very uh, ethnocentric, but the proof's in the pudding. I mean, go take those ideas down to the real bottom of the barrel and you'll you'll see that there's going to be like, I'm, I'm waiting to meet Jordan in a podcast. Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure it's going to happen. So if we take it down to the depths there and blow everyone's minds. Well, I think he was here in Jerusalem uh with Ben Shapiro, like about a year ago. Yeah, it was very painful for me. I couldn't sleep for three days. Why? Did you go? Yes, I went. I hated it. Why? And um, well, because I'm hot clockless. Because I want, I want to be up there. I have a lot to say here. Yeah, I didn't, yeah. and I'm just watching it not getting set. Yeah, over and over and over. Sure, I'm making me crazy. I I've had that experience many times. I know, like I do know, like very well. <laughs> Yo, uh, so today I want to talk about something. You know, my classes have been very vibrant on low on self esteem. And uh, in my new book coming up, I have an ebook coming out uh, called Incident Marriage, The Four Phases to a Loving Relationship, which should be out in April, probably April of 2024, which is in a month or two. Yeah, sure. And, and that'll be available on Amazon and Mosaic Express. But I want to talk about this idea I have, what things that have, that people do when they have low self-esteem. And I have a chapter called Tattoos, Nose Rings, and Plastic Surgery. Now, I wonder what you have to say about that. <laughs> Body augmentation, yes, and not just by not just like you know lobes your area, but I would call uh, earrings that are not in your ears, you know, or tattoos. And and I saw some data; it was really surprising. You know, what do you think about tattoos? Uh, I think that uh, you know you want to hear something interesting. Yes, is that I mean it's a crazy a crazy journey to take these thoughts forward, but. One of the things is that people in their deepest, deepest selves hate the temporal nature of life. They hate the the temporariness of this world. Um, We yearn so much for meaning because we know we're going to die. And we want that our living hours should be deeply meaningful. And, and, but the temporal nature would kill it because like, as looking meaningful as it is, it'll end. I would watch it. If, if it was, if we knew life was not going to end, yeah, would we not be searching for meaning as much because we're like, oh, we're going to live on forever, so why do I need meaning in my life? We're the exact opposite. Knowing we're going to die, knowing that we're only here for a certain amount of time, therefore, we got to have meaning in our life. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't find it. We search other things that we think give us meaning, which really don't. Yeah, so you'll notice that just in the human lifespan of, like, let's say, 70 years, so you see teenagers tend to blow off like a good 10 years of it. You know, yeah. From 15 to 25, they're just like all over 10 to 25. <laughs> Today, adolescence goes on forever, but but that's part of the nihilism that I was going to talk about. But the but 
what happened if you look early in the Torah, people are living like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, which means that the teenage times where you just blow everything off could be 200, 300 years. Yes. So you'll notice with the second parsha of the Torah of Noah, God changes it to 120. Uh, from now on, it's going to be 120 years is like the max, or at least the, you know, with us, with the, uh, 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 I lived like 900 years or something. <laughs> they lived a long time. Yeah. I think Adam made it to yeah. 900, maybe. But the, anyway, but the, the, the thing is, is that with the shorter time we put on our running shoes, we're less likely to waste too much time today, which is a very nihilistic time. The, um, you know, since, as Nietzsche said, since since they killed God, when he said God is dead, since the modern secular world killed God, the, um, you know, you take God off the top of the pyramid, so things start devolving quickly. Yeah, and as we see in today's world. Right, and then things devolve, and, and that need for meaning, which is, which is our deepest, deepest need. People can't live with the fact that, that, that First of all, the life is, is temporary, is painful enough. So now that I know it's temporary and I don't know when it could end, because it could end at any moment, is the, is it, will it better be meaningful? Sure. Now, take God off the top of the pyramid, meaning take that seeing eye off the top, and, and, and now meaninglessness is kind of king. The, that then that need for meaning is and and the need for really an eternity is 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 going to get perhaps even stronger. Meaning your need for eternity, knowing that you're in a relationship that's forever. Let, let's define something. But yeah. when you say eternity, you don't mean I. We're going to make the assumption you don't mean our bodies live on for eternity. You mean our soul live on for eternity. It's it's just a, a desire. That things should last. I mean, if you go to a concert at the height of the concert, you should be enjoying the music. But of course, there's a party who knows it's going to end. No, I don't think about that. I'm usually enjoying the concert. As We're all enjoying the concert, but we... But, you know, it's, but when you get towards the end, you know this, they're singing the last song. That is the most enjoyable part of the concert. You know it's ending. Just like when I'm on the ski slope, I'm taking the last run down. I am like, this is the best run ever. You get the most pleasure out of it. You're unique. Like, that's not... On uh, people, I'm bummed. The last are you? So yeah, oh. I'm bummed to the last song, and it's not just me. Yeah, everyone is, and they, you're unique on that. Okay, I try to get pleasure out of everything. No, I really. Well, we're enjoying the last song for everything it's got, but we don't want it to end. We don't want anything to end. You know what's the what's the pain of a being in love? The pain of being in love is that someday it's not going to be together. Yeah, and it, I, I I feel I feel that pain now for boyfriends, girlfriends. Or for I'm annoyed that I didn't meet my wife 10 years early. Like, I'm like, my wife said to me, you would have passed me behind the street if you met me 10 years. Is she right? I would not, I wasn't enjoying that. Yeah. My, my wife and I are going up north and she's like, she's like, you're not going to be able to mountain bike there. It's gonna be muddy, and and she's worrying about my. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, I just want to be with you. Yeah. And I told her finally this morning because she's like, "Where are we going?" And I yeah. said, "We're just gonna get." Oh, nice! And just be together. Yeah, 
wherever we wind up doesn't matter to us much. I'm always happy that I'm traveling with my whole family and like and my kids and got the great travel. It's amazing. Like you put them on a plate, they don't need me at all. Even when they were like five and six and good by themselves. Five of my kids are going to Rome this week, and two of my daughters already landed. Okay. I dropped them at the airport. What are they doing in the morning? In the morning. Um, they're at a wedding of some one of these like crazy wealthy people who took out a hotel. And, and oh, uh, you're not going. And we're not going. Oh, your kids are going. Yeah. I, so- I, I shopped for food in one of his supermarkets last night. Oh, the guy. Who- As I was paying my 2000 shekel bill, I was like, can you enjoy the wedding? Let's get back to it. I wanted to discuss symptoms that people might have from low self-esteem, which is tattoos. I hate to say it, nose rings, which I know is all the big, you know, controversy and controversial about nose rings. I think because the ones that go in the middle of septum, I, 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 and I, I am, I guess I am being judgmental. They look like cows. <laughs> And when I, I Google it, it says that the cows wear nose rings because it helps them uh, wean. wean from their mother from their mothers without having too much stress. And and when I see a, a young person with a nose ring in their septum, like they look like a cow. And I don't know, I don't think they I don't think they know they look like cows. I think they knew they looked like cows, unless they had low self esteem, they probably wouldn't wear them. Well, you should know that there's there's the whole style called goss. Yes. Well, Goss been around since the 80s. Right, but it's very much connected to it. They're not trying to look pretty. None of these people are trying to look pretty. That's one thing that's important to note, is that all the body augmentation stuff going on today in that um, in the nihilistic community, I mean, that's about women in Beverly Hills yeah. doing augmentation. You thought that, okay. <laughs> all that augmentation is um, is a... Not to look pretty, and the whole goth thing was—it's what I call pre-rejection, pre-rejection. Meaning, meaning I'm ugly, or I think I'm—I think I'm ugly, or people said I'm ugly. People don't love me. People don't love me, so I'm already going to pre-reject without like buffer me from any rejection. Right. So that 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 whole thing is a is a um, you know, when I'm giving a dating marriage class, people be guys like, yeah, I don't want to get married. It's not that they don't want to get married. Is that they know they're not capable of loving somebody else or allowing themselves to be loved because they have low self-esteem or other um, issues, and because of that, they put that barrier up to protect themselves from getting into a relationship, knowing that's not going to work. They know they're not capable of being loved or not capable of loving somebody else. So they, oh yeah, I don't even marry. I don't even marry. Or and when they put this goth attire on these augmentations, we talk about it. I think it stems from low self-esteem. I think there's all stemming from not all of it, but a majority of it. It it may be low self esteem. Uh, I know a lot, lot. I know a lot of beautiful people in really good shape who would never consider themselves a person. Oh, well, you are, who have low self esteem. Do you realize that your skin is the largest organ you have? It's an organ. Yeah. And if you paint, I'm, I remember the lovely. If you paint your skin with paint, your acrylic paint, you're gonna die. Your skin has to breathe. Your second largest organ is your liver, and you'd never consider putting a tattoo on your liver. I, I have the stat. So I want to read this. This is uh, this was um, a clinical psychologist Henry Carson from Lynn County, Iowa, said at a 15 year period he took all the deaths in this county and, and local counties. 430 people died. Out of that, 438 people, 300 had no tattoos, and 138 of them had tattoos at death. A lot of people with tattoos. Yes, yeah, so it's always listed on the on the corner of the report. 
the average age for, without a tattoo of death was 53, and the average age with a tattoo was 39. Ouch. That's significant. Talk about eternity. Again, <laughs> shortening our time. I know. And I think, um, and there's also evidence that shows that people, young people use, that have tattoos have a much higher likelihood of dying from drug use and test alcohol. And it, okay, the tattoos don't cause this, <laughs> right? Tattoos don't cause, do you have a tattoo? I don't have a tattoo. It's right in the, she's surf all the time. <laughs> don't most servers have tattoos? There was it, it was very interesting. My father, as liberal as my upbringing was, and it was very permissive. Is it LA? LA, yeah. mm -hmm. He had this old school thing from his Yiddish background of his grim, you know, his era. Of, yeah. And my father's in the 90s. When was the last time? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was growing up during the Holocaust. He remembers watching his father cry. You know, as the news was coming in, his father would be crying. He was a kid. Um, but anyway, it, there was a rule. No no piercings. I mean, in those days, it would all be piercings. Right, of course. No piercings. No tattoos. Well, the tattoos, when you were younger in the 70s, it wasn't that, 80s it was very wasn't very popular. It became popular when basketball players started getting tattoos. Oh, really tattoos. I, I, this is my opinion. <laughs> and that spread to the, kind of like the, other communities, maybe sub communities, and 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 uh, raps, rap artists, and then begin to just kind of bikers, bike, yeah, bikers, right, right, right. Bike. So, so the Torah um, has a general thing saying, "Don't go in the ways of the idolaters." In those days, everyone was idolaters, and don't go in the ways of the idolaters, which is a very big thing, you know. So it could be even a haircut, yeah, a certain type of haircut. And then the Torah goes on to list um, some 50 things that they do that you shouldn't do. So it gives a general, which means that you can't even wear the sweater they were wearing. And that became a popular sweater. And the many you're breaking Torah commandment. That's like eating a pig. Yeah. Is wearing that sweater. Sure. So, and the other is that, um, and then it lists things. One of those things is, for example, a mohawk. We have to have, notice my haircut's the inverse of a mohawk. Exactly. Mohawk, you shave, you uh, shave grow here, here, shave here. And we, all well, the rest of societies do that. And Breslov shaves his head, don't they? And have the, is it Breslov that does that? And they have, they shave their head, but they have long pay us. I've seen that. Yes, they shave. Look at me. Yeah, I guess you do shoot. Are you considered Breslov? No, but I, I everyone's a bit Breslov because yeah. Breslov is the, Working on your very intimate relationship with God that has nothing to do with anyone else. Yeah. No prayer books, yeah. no synagogues, yeah. no no church, no nothing. Like everyone's a breast liver yeah. if they just develop their personal relationship. Anyway, one of those, <laughs> you're definitely a breast <laughs> Anyway, one of those is this inverse of the might, might makes right societies, which was to shave here and to grow here. Like the Nazis, like the Vikings. Mr. Mr. T, all the wrestlers, yes. uh, the sumo, sumo wrestlers, yes. the even the even in the jungles, uh, the the Yamamoto Indians who are the serious warriors of the Amazon. They're they're the ones that you can see they have like a m very fine hair. Yeah, it grows like a mushroom. Yeah, 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 shaved around the sides. Anyway, tattoos is also on the list of things that you cannot do. Tattoos is on that list. 
And because it is, oh, what I wanted to say was that in the old days when tattoos came into practice, there were always pictures of deities. Right. Of course. It's before people put ma. Ma, right. Or the girlfriend. Which is, it's such a, I have to say, it's just a short, short-term decision for such a long-term thing. I mean, I, I didn't get rid of tattoos, but not so easy to get rid of tattoos. I believe it's not, you have to like, it takes a lot of work to get rid of them. But like, you put a picture of your girlfriend on your arm, they see you break up, and it's stuck with the rest of your life. <laughs> which goes back to our original discussion, which was permanence. We like, we want that permanent. Is that, well, especially if life is meaningless. If life is meaningless, and the biggest painful thing about that is ultimately, in all of this, we can't unravel it from death because I don't know why exactly. I mean, I'm sure we could get into it, but we don't think we should. But there's something about the impermanence of life is the ultimate bummer. Well, I have to tell you, I think the reason why many social people do the tattoos or get the tattoos is because they're looking for meaning and purpose. And it's a quick six. You feel bad about yourself. You can't afford a Louis Vuitton purse or a shot at it. Or you don't, don't want to get the plastic surgery. You say, you know what? I'm going to get a tattoo. I can go do it right now. It takes down a lot of takes. And I can have done it pretty cheap. And I think it's a quick fix for people's. And then they get another one and another one. Next you know, they're, they're, their whole body's tapped out. And I think, I really believe it comes from low self-esteem. They're not happy with who they are. And they're looking for meaning and purpose in their life. And they'll go anywhere to get it. Again, uh, I think low self-esteem is I think it's in every Hummer driver's deepest pain. Of course. Of course not. Yeah, you name it. You know, the every every big businessman, every voluptuous woman walking by. This low self-esteem is is pervasive in all people, and and I had it. We all, we all. You've gone through it. I've gone through it. That's why I did. I don't know if you've ever done with it. No, I don't. You're done with it. But I think writing this this book that might be on the end of the year has really helped me to be a much happier person with who I am. And I don't feel like I need to share with people. I don't feel like, I mean, I want to share my wisdom. But I, don't need to, I don't need to share my successes. I don't need to brag. I don't need to, it's, it's, it's been a journey that I've really loved to see everyone go on. Yeah. Uh, but, but even for you and I, our public, in the public eye, you know, they take it away from us and watch a couple of weeks go by. What do you mean take with? Take, oh, take our public persona out? Take it all the way. Oh, I'm miserable. <laughs> but I don't, I don't, if I'm not teaching, I'm miserable. I love teaching. It's not like, I understand. But well, but even, I could have a classroom. I, t- I taught foundations at Asia Tour this last week. And I have like four or five guys in the class. And I was thrilled. I'm like, I'm like so happy to be teaching. That's what I love to do. I'm worse than you. If, if I work, people showed up in my class. I'm like, yeah, this was the foundation. This, you know. Yeah, I remember that child last. You should know I stopped that course because of that oh we, yeah maybe when i noticed the numbers weren't up but i like well, i'm not coming well yeah we should start a foundation we should start an essential program in like a place that's easy to really get to like central bus station or downtown tel aviv mm. and i've been talking about this we're planning to that like that we should and i'm looking for someone to do a seminar with i'm like uh you know i spoke last night at herzalia for all on me i think i was like 50 people it's great but uh, I'm looking for always places to. I'm begging people, like, let me speak, let me teach, let me, let me make your life better. Yeah, we need that. And and you know, I used to always say that the, the 
in every country, there's something you must see. In Paris, you got to go to the Eiffel Tower, you know, sure. and you got to see the changing guards in London, you know, in San Francisco, uh, the Golden Gate, <laughs> these things, the Statue of Liberty in New York. The, you got to see these things. So what is the thing you got to see in Israel? And the answer is not something to see. Keep close out. It's learning. It's wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom is our tourist attraction. Yeah. And yet people, you know, at least since Corona, when they shut down basically every venue, the, um, it never got back up for at least English speakers. Never. They lost the chance to hear yeah. the wisdom of Israel. You know, it's pretty sad. I, it bothers me daily Yeah, that there's nowhere to do that. And, and not to mention the fact that I don't have where to. Do it either. Well, you made you have your own seminars. You did. There was nothing like that daily dose. Oh no, it was great. Did you speak every day? We were every. Oh, you're so rain new kids every single. Oh my gosh, what a blessing that is. You it know, was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I was doing two bad two days a week when they had the essentials program on, and I was thrilled. I just. I just you know, never gonna get. It was every day a packed house, yeah. and the, and I I hit record about in two thousand. 14 maybe yeah i just said forget it. i'm hitting record yeah and you by the way i have a friend in who lives from maryland Mountains in maryland completely separate with you and he listens to you all the time i have uh like 700 hours on youtube yeah and there are people who binge watch it. i get emails they're saying uh i'm done are you gonna be doing more or should i just start again <laughs> and sadly i wrote i think you better start it and this was during corona it doesn't mean it's not gonna happen again you know, like you, 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 we went to work on it. We have to make our own venue, you know, to help our own blow self esteem. We have to make our own venue so we can teach at. Right. More than the uh, baby wants to nurse, a mother wants to feed. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, uh, there's a lot more to talk about. We're going to have another podcast with you coming very soon. But um, we got a little bit into tattoos. Maybe we'll talk about it more. But I want to say thanks so much for coming on the show today. It's great. And thanks for living to the Living Clarity podcast. We'll see you next time.